Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Dr. Redmond. And that's right. We're back talking about Criminal Minds because there's new Criminal Minds content to talk about. No, we don't have any news about the show at Paramount Plus, which, let's face it, is definitely dead. Uh, I mean, Paget Brewster said it was dead in the summer, and we haven't heard yeah. it. Like, and it's not like, and Paramount was like, here was Paramount's response. It's still in active development. We're not yeah. telling you who's working on it. We're not telling you when it's coming out, but we're not admitting it's gone. It's just all of the actors think it's gone. Not a great look. All right. Uh, but we do have something fun to do. Variety, for Veterans Day of all things, put out a list of the 21 best episodes ranked. So number 21 will be the least of the best, so the 21st best episode, and so on and so on until the best episode. So I haven't read this list, and you haven't read the list? No, I did not even okay. go to... You didn't even no, go to Variety. No. Thank you. Okay, good. No, I let. I just did my deadline Hollywood stuff. All right. Okay. So uh, they, um, they go through all of the list. Uh, you know, they, well, no, they go through all the background of the show... They talk about behind-the-scenes drama, series full of ups and downs, blah, 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 blah. You know, all of the stuff. Uh, they don't mention that, like, if they were honest, like, three of the best episodes of Criminal Minds would be from suspect behavior. Like, come on. We both know that's yeah. true. Yeah, but they're not doing... They're not doing think, suspect. No, they're not doing suspect behavior. I'm trying to think, what would the three best episodes... Well, obviously the Sniper episode. Hmm... The three best episodes of, of, I was crim- of, of from suspect us? Behavior. From our- no, from suspect oh, behavior. from suspect behavior. Yeah. Hmm. Well, because obviously I couldn't have meant the sniper episode of uh, Criminal Minds, <laughs> which is one of, like, I mean, the first sniper episode is kind of fun. The second one is one of their worst episodes ever. Uh, all right. So we're going to go through this. But before we oh, go yeah. through this, um, uh, I think we should make some predictions. because. Let's be honest here. When talking about you and I, there's only like 10 really good episodes of Criminal Minds. I don't know that there is a great episode of Criminal Minds. There's only 10 like really good ones. And uh, I I think we would like to see whatever the second episode of, you know, the two-parter, the big game, and whatever the second episode's called, where Matt Goobler is kidnapped by James Vanderbeek. I was thinking those Frank, I would like the to Frank see those episode. Two on there. The two Frank episodes are some of their best. Uh, you've got uh, Profiler Profiled, obviously. Yeah, that's um, really good. Uh, the Fox. You've got um, oh, what's the what? What's the witch episode? The the Gingerbread House episode. What's Mosley it called? Lane. With Mosley with... Lane. Mosley Lane. Yeah, Mosley Lane. And then the one with uh, Brad Dourif. Oh, obviously um, the Brad Dourif episode. So basically, I'd say we'd want the Frank episodes, we want Profiler Profiled, we want the Fox, and we want, like, four Matt Goobler episodes. Is that fair? The Fox, okay, and then the James Vanderbeek episodes. Yeah, and then the James <laughs> Vanderbeek episodes. Yeah, yeah, so that's... Those really, are... Okay, three... Oh, and of course, the best episode of Criminal Minds ever, which is only half of an episode... The storyline about uh, the the Hodge. abused wife that's yeah. paired with the terrible uh, stalker episode. Yeah, Hotch and that one. And I mean, like, uh, oh, Riding the Lightning. Why am I not saying Riding the Lightning? 
because that's my favorite. It's your, that's what I'm saying. Like it should be on our list, whether or not yes. I think okay. it's the best. And we're, we've been open about how <laughs> okay. I think the Korean version is better than the. Oh uh, well, uh, the, the Korean stuff yeah. is all better. Than oh, it's so stuff. funny. Yeah. If you look at Vincenzo, um, there is later on in the episodes there is a, and I'm going. I think that's the same place they filmed. Um, Criminal Minds. The that like the the Frank part where he meets with him and talks in the oh, restaurant. Oh, the cafe. The cafe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I will look for that. Wow. Okay. Well, when you get there, now what was now here? I've I've been writing them down. So the fr- two Frank episodes, yeah, the two so. Vanderbeek profiler profiled. Yep. Um, Mosley Lane riding the lightning, and then the uh, let's, half. So let's uh, half with of Hodge. The, yeah, with Hodge. So let's say um, you you wrote Brad Dourif, right? Uh, but what was it called? It doesn't matter what it's called. We can check that later. When we say the Brad Dourif episode, if it's gonna, if it's on this list, we'll, they'll mention Brad Dourif in the entry, whatever it's called. Or yeah, we'll see okay. people dressed like puppets, you know, so we'll know that. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the other really great Matt Goobler episode? Well, I have something that starts with F-O and then I didn't finish it. Fox, the fox. That fox, fox. of course. Jeez, how could I? (laughs) It's been a long time, eh? It has. I haven't been watching this. I understand. There's there's other things to watch. There's other. All right. (laughs) Working. Not going to rewatch Criminal Minds. No, I. Hey, I hear you. We we've got too many Korean dramas to watch. I get it. But anyway, (laughs) uh, so I think. uh, But what's the other really good Matt Goobler episode? Um, Because Gatekeeper's bad. Uh, the Lance yeah. Henriksen episode ain't good, except for no. Lance Henriksen's performance. Uh, yeah, 200 isn't good. Exactly. 100 no. isn't good. 200 isn't 300 good. 300 isn't really. 300 is terrible. 100, it does have like a great ending, but it's not a good episode. Because him going to get, you know, him going to have the showdown with the Reaper is a fantastic set piece. Yeah. But it's not a great episode. Like, that whole ending is just fantastic in what's not a great episode. Yeah. I feel like so I'm missing can't... a Matt Goobler episode. Um, okay, just The woman a who moment. keeps poisoning men and that has... Oh, well, no. What, what, what about with the... Uh, with what's-her-face? Um, Which one? You know, uh, blah, 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 the, the woman that he dances with. Um, the woman that he dances with? At the end. In the last season. Oh, in the last season. Oh, yes, yes, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. That episode. <laughs> hmm. I know. Anyway, look, I've just, before we get, we're, we're talking to everybody That's while right. we're doing our prepping. Okay? Yeah, exactly. This is all part is, of it. <laughs> is, is all part of this. We're going to get our, we've got now two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Episodes. So we got ten all. episodes that we think are great by Criminal Minds standards. Well, well, actually, we've got nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, because that stalker. Technically, just the stalker real part was crap. Yeah, so, and we can't even okay. include the episode. I mean, and it's a great episode for Hotch and um, and Reed, where they go and they talk to the killer in jail, and he wants to murder them, and uh. And Hotch is perfectly willing to kill the guy with his bare hands and Reed talks them out of it. I mean, that's a great scene in, again, in an episode where you're just like, oh, okay. So what is, what is that? Because that's the the one with the hitman. 
Oh, his it's daughter. The first season. Yeah, and the hitman. Uh, oh, the hitman and his daughter. Um, third life. Third life. Yeah, third life. Yeah, I was talking. I was thinking about the hitman episode from the first season, which has the first great Hotch scene. Yeah. Um. Uh, but third okay. life is solid too. So I have got here episode. Where are user reviews? No, you don't. What are you doing? I'm, no, no, I'm, Criminal Minds. I'm talking about Criminal, oh, criminal Minds. Minds. Okay. Here. Okay. So, um, okay. All oh, right. it says, oh, see all. Well, wait, oh, sec, wait a minute. Okay. I have I no do... idea what she's looking for, everybody. No, okay, everybody. Just wait a sec. All. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you. Just let, just here. Okay. They're going to list all of them. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the lists of the days. So the the List shows. Of the every every episode of Criminal Minds. Every episode of Criminal Minds. All right. Well, date I'm night. Gonna... That's what it's date called. date night is what it's called. Yeah, date night was a pretty good wanna... episode. Darn good episode. All right, let's start going through this. You ready? Okay. Well, uh... I think we're okay. done enough. I think I think okay. our list is looking good. Okay. I mean, pleasure is my business. You know, it's that that's an episode where had they made one tiny change to the plot, it would have been one of their best episodes. Okay, so we'll stick it on down yeah. here. And again, you can keep adding to our list as we do their list. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's go. Okay. All right. So first up is, oh, I'd, I'd like to see this higher on the list. Their worst best episode 21 is Profiler Profile. Okay, so what I'm going to do is is I'm going to mark it. So their twi- number 25 is Profiler Profile. Yeah, uh, 21 is Profiler Profile. I thought you said they were doing 25. Nope, it's 21. That's what okay. I said. Don't worry. So 21. They have it on their list. It's 21. Okay. Yeah. And it's... Whew, uh, it's a good one. Uh, it's, well... The um and uh it's not a great description of it. Things are anything but celebratory when local police accused him of murdering three boys. The fact that the installment also introduced uh viewers to eventual serial killer known as Carl Buford was just icing on the cake. And like that's a weird way to describe that. Oh god. Well, yeah, icing on the cake to make things. Yeah. You can tell you can tell a lot about the comments that people that the whoever made the list. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. But hey, I'm glad it's on the list. I think it should yeah. be higher on their list. There mm-hmm. aren't twenty one. There aren't twenty episodes of Criminal Minds better than Profiler Profile. There just aren't. No, but you know, in we'll fact, see. if we ranked ours, it it goes near near oh, the top. Near the top, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next is Derailed. Oh, huh. I mean, that's not a very good episode, but now now i'm just thinking about how good the korean version of this was yeah i know here's here's our problem now now you're noticing our problem God. we watched korean criminal minds that being said um this one it it does have jeff cober and jeff cober and chris bauer are really good in the episode together but yeah. i don't think it's a great episode and i mean just as a mechanical thing they make so many mistakes as a team yeah. in this episode that you kind of like yeah. ooh you're glad they rushed through it in uh, Korean Criminal Minds. 19 yes. is an episode called Somebody's Watching, which is the one with the movie, well, the TV star in L.A. Oh, yuck. Yeah, right? Yuck. <laughs> yuck. All right, well, I'm going to read their description for why they think it belongs on here. 
A dark meta side of Hollywood was unleashed in this early on episode. Oh! Gideon and Reed traveled to L.A. for a seminar, but became entangled in a connected string of murders instead. The episode guest starred Amber Heard as an up-and-coming actress named Lila, whose stalker had become obsessed with eliminating her competition in order to give her a leg up. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's not a good episode. <laughs> it's a terrible, it's a terrible episode. It's one of the episodes where you're watching oh, and like, God. you know, this could have been any cop show. This could have been an episode of NCIS. You know, it's yeah. like there's nothing criminal mindsy about it except for, you know, Spencer Reed being there. <laughs> well, no, you know, part of the team being there. Well, exactly, yes. Uh, next is Conflicted. Which one is Conflicted? All right, let's find out. Uh, season 4, episode 20. Uh, okay, season 4, just a Jason moment Jason Alexander ago. directed it. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, well, he did. Um, oh, what did you it's, say? It's season the one four? where, it's the one with Adam and Amanda. The, you know, the guy who becomes a woman to kill. <sighs> the, the, it's okay. all set in, um, uh, it's like in, in Texas, but it's like an island off of Texas. And it's spring break. Oh, oh, and oh, men are getting yes. raped and murdered. And Adam is turning into Amanda to do it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I wouldn't put it as their best, but I get why it's on the list. Because like it's it's one of the episodes, and as they say here, that actually does go really deep into the psychology of the killer. Yeah, I don't put it that high, but I get why it's on their list. Does that make sense? Okay, so what's it? What do they call it? That is called conflicted. Okay, season four, it's episode called. twenty, and Jason Alexander directed it. I guess I didn't know he directed television. Yeah, uh, I I did know that. Oh, I'm okay. sure because I think it might have been after the episode that All he right. was. In. Next up is Mayhem, season four, episode one. <sighs> it's the one where they're the terrorists are trying to kill Dick Cheney, and Hotch spends the whole episode oh, yeah. bleeding out on a street. Oh, that's free. a real bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not I mean, they're looking episode. at they're looking at different things, obviously, that we we are looking at. <laughs> I, I like that it's like the episode resolved. Uh, uh, the episode revolved around a terrorist plot that targeted first responders. No, it didn't. No, that is that not what that wasn't. episode's about at all. It is an episode okay. about a plan to mass, you know, magically blow up, but not kill two FBI agents so that a ambulance loaded with explosives could get into New York's General Hospital or whatever it's called and, and kill Dick Cheney hospital to kill Dick Cheney that's what this episode is about it's an episode of 24 yeah. oh <laughs> no, no 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 okay oh that's mayhem I had he didn't that's write mayhem. it down I'm, I'm trying to keep keep, keep the there you told me don't worry yeah no I understand what you're doing uh, all right, next up 17. we have uh, 16 Memoriam, uh, season four, episode seven. So now we're going to try. He liked. And... They, they love season four, apparently. Clearly. Uh, Reed stays to, to find instinct. his father. Oh, it's where he, um, it's the one where he thinks his dad killed somebody as a child, but really his mother put somebody up to killing somebody as a child. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, it's kind of, uh. That's kind of a roof one. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, um, we're how many episodes in? We're uh, 
we're five episodes, six episodes into this so far. Not one mention of Junior yet. <laughs> There's William Lamontagne Jr. Right? And it's like, because they even mentioned that this is the one episode where J.J. has Henry. Right? And Reed becomes the godfather. Maybe get Junior in there somewhere. Just putting that out there. Uh, anyway. Uh, but yes, um, I mean, it's it's a good episode, but it's it never, like, the show will never have the courage to dig into what it means for their relationship that Jane Lynch had somebody killed for him to protect him. And it's like how much that colors, like, the way she mentally tortured her son because it fed into her turning him into a savior context because she was willing to kill somebody to protect him. Well, then he must be a special boy if I was willing to do that. Like, it goes, it it's what drives her deeper into her obsession with her son. And the show, well, we've talked at length about the show that never has the guts to go into how awful their relationship is. Hmm. And we continue to talk about this episode. Oh, yeah. Throughout our discussion. Well, it's, of an important, yeah, it's an unbelievably important, yeah, it's an unbelievably important episode. unbelievably important. Yeah. Is so, it a great episode? Okay. Maybe not a great episode, but it's unbelievably important to you, right, to the character's story. So yeah, mm -hmm. I get I think this does belong on the list. Yeah. Alright, so, next up, 15. Minimal loss. Alright, that title the titles mean nothing to me, apparently. No, uh, so I assume it's 50. the Luke Perry episode. What season is it? No, uh, season four, episode three. Yeah. An unusually oh large number. Make sure you keep, you're noting like which season and episode these are as we go, because I want to see if like. Okay, is so this, this like, is minimal loss. So season this four, is, episode three. So just give me. It's the Luke Perry episode. Yeah, I know. I I am looking at it. So which memoriam then set was up the worst. Uh, memoriam was four, episode seven. Yeah. Uh, the Luke Perry episode, which is pretty good on its own, and set up the worst story arc the show would ever do <laughs> is that fair you know because they uh had the most ludicrous plan ever and they killed off theo the best character the show ever had so you know well except for will duh mm. wow, so where was conflicted uh what conflicted, season was that conflicted is Oh, it's uh, season four as well, number twenty. Four twenty, and yeah, and Mayhem is four one. We have a ton of season four episodes. So far, we have got one, two, three, four. Somebody's watching and derailed with season one. Yep. And uh and profile profile somebody's, season two. Somebody's watching is also season one, I think. Oh yeah. Okay, so season Episode eighteen, yeah. Season one, episode eighteen. So Wait, yeah, like so somebody's watching is what? Uh season one. Episode season 18. one eighteen and derailed was about season four one episode nine, I think. Oh, episode. And that's nine. just my memory. Okay. I don't know for sure. I'll check. Okay, it and profiler profile was... two twelve. That one I actually know off the top of my head. It is one nine. And uh yeah, profiler profile is two twelve. Season twelve, two. All right. All right, okay. so let's keep doing this. Minimal loss, so you wrote that down four three. I mean, it's yeah. a good episode. That led to one of the worst episodes they would ever do. Like, yeah, spoiler just... alert! Um, if they give you a new identity, like, you can't just then join the FBI. Because 
it'll say in the FBI background check that you have a new identity from the U.S. Marshals. Like, that's just not how that works. Oh, the replicator! Oh, okay. That's not a very good episode. Uh, season 8, so episode that 24. Is... It's the final Mark Hamill episode. 824. Yeah, 824. Replicator. Yeah. And that's number 14. I've already seen what the next one is. Uh, I accidentally rolled too far. That's not a good episode. And it's... Replicator? Uh, yeah, no, it's just not. No. Uh like uh especially again their compl- their constant misuse of the term zugzwang <laughs> they they honestly seem to think it means checkmate and it doesn't so did they put zugzwang on the no, list no they didn't they didn't put it in here although they might if oh, we so get, far if yeah zugzwang's hey. on the list you never know yeah we don't right, know right 824 um ldsk which is i believe i haven't scrolled down yet i'm taking a guess that this is season 1 episode 13 no, wait a no, minute. Six. Replicator is 14. No, Replicator is season 8, episode 24. But yeah, yes, it's I the know. 14th it's number one. 14th in the and list. And 13 so is LDSK. It's LDSK. Which is episode 6. I was way off. Uh, yeah, it was right It was right near the... I think right it was our start. second... Because we did three... In our second episode, yeah. Yeah, it was our second episode. So if you want to hear a really rough podcast, go back and listen to us uh, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in the episode. I, I see why it belongs. I don't know if I put it top tier. Timothy Omenson is like great in the episode. Uh, the the guy who is their um, the the false lead is a super entertaining jerk in his scene. Like, there's good stuff mm-hmm. in there, but it's got the most contrived plot ever in the scene where they have Timothy Omenson shoot a SWAT team captain in the middle of a park. Where there's nobody else around. And we and still haven't figured out how he got away. Well, yeah. How he got away is they cut to commercial. That's how he got away. Yeah. <laughs> so during the commercial, he actually got away in he his teleported car. teleported And everybody else was offset. <laughs> exactly. They all went for lunch. And he just drove away. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, so next okay. up. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Sex, birth, death. I have no memory of which episode this is. But in the picture, Reed has some real bad hair. Like, early season super floppy hair. Okay, come on, season one. It's the Anton Yelchin episode. How did we forget the Anton Yelchin episode? Season two, episode 11. Yeah, obviously that belongs on there. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's that's a great episode. No, I agree. That's a great episode. And... Uh, read betr- and what I kind of love about the end of that episode is I was so hard on it when I first first watched it because at the end of the episode, Reed like oh. betrays everything he believes and you know triggers Anton Yelchin to kill himself, and it's only when we look at Reed fully as a person mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, on one level he wanted Anton Yelchin to kill himself because he thought it was kinder than having him live the whole life full of suffering that reed has lived Mm -hmm. and you're like that makes that episode so much more interesting whether they meant it that way or not because when i first watched the episode you can read my review you can maybe this didn't even come up when we were talking about it like i just talked about how bad a job he did and how he didn't help that guy at all but we talked about that on our podcast as well we did and then but when you pair that with the episode with the fan fiction writer 
right? The dark fantasies guy, where mm-hmm. he literally tries to, like, talks him into killing himself. Then you mm. go back and you're like, oh my god, that's what he was doing with Anton Yelchin, too. He thought he was saving these delicate people. He could save them from their lives of torment by getting them to kill themselves. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah let's... Yeah, actually, was, I mean, what about the... That's interesting. What, for us, what about the um, comic book guy? Oh, um, yeah, you're right. No, that should be on there. Uh, it should yeah, be on Knight, our list. True Knight should be on our list. Yeah, True Knight should be, be on. Honestly, I'm going to put it on yeah, our list right now. and that's season three, episode something. But uh, I, I expect to see... You know what? Now that you said it, I'm expecting to see... Like, given the taste of this writer, I'm expecting to see True Knight show up on this list. Yeah. I'm sad that we haven't gotten any uh, Matt Goobler directed episodes yet, but hopefully mm-hmm. that's coming. All right, we'll next see. up. <laughs> so, 11? Are you ready to laugh? Okay. Lauren. Well, people the love final... Paget Brewster. They love Paget Brewster. And it's the finale of the Ian Doyle storyline. Well, the first finale. There was another one the next year. Yeah. Uh, but... The finality, and I mean, it's like, we love Ian Doyle, don't get me wrong. Right? Ian Doyle's fantastic. <laughs> this is not a good episode. Jeez. Oh, uh, man. Okay, uh, what is that? Season what? Uh, 618. Yep, six like, eight, like if you're going to put that, why don't you put demonology on? Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if you just want a Paget Brewster episode, right? Yeah. yeah no, but people, pa- people loved that story arc. People loved it when it became a spy show. I don't yeah. understand it myself because that's not what I'm here for on Criminal Minds, but the fans no. adore that stuff. And it's like, aren't you guys the fans? No, we're not the fans. We're academics. And that is a <laughs> well, very, yeah. or whatever you want to call us. Finally, number 10, uh-huh. Mosley Lane. Oh, finally. 516. Eh? Well, it's interesting because you want to know how good, uh, how good a director Matt Goobler is? Wasn't Mosley Lane the one time where, like, yeah, the Korean one isn't really better than the original? Yeah. I mean, the Korean one's plot makes more sense, but the original is just a better episode because it is filmed with such artistry. Yeah. Oh, I love that episode so much. Yeah. Oh, it's so brutal and so wonderful. Oh, it was the, the Korean. The, the Korean, Korean one is, is, is great. <laughs> and it is so devastating. Oh, it is. It is horrifying, and it is devastating. And that that scene in the Korean one, well, and that's what we talked about when we were talking about the Korean one, how they can have denouements to the story. Yes. Right? And that scene where they get the sketch artist together with the kid, and they make pictures of what the children who died grow to, grew up to look like. Yeah. Oh, that is so brutal. Yep. Like, that one was heart-wrenching. But, I mean, again... The Korean could do stuff the original couldn't, but again, yes. Matt Goobler's work on this is so fantastic. Like, it really is. Like, Mostly, I mean, what what year is it? 516. Okay. That's right, he didn't get to direct until the fifth season. It's yeah. crazy. Alright, nine, Mr. Scratch. Oof. Uh, 1021. <laughs> okay. Well, you know our feelings about Mr. Scratch. Oh my yeah. god. Jeez. It was uh not great. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was not great. <laughs> Mr. Scratch was not a good episode. Well, again, because it um, it towed the company line on um, uh, recovered memory. And the problem with recovered memory is not that it's like, uh, like I'm not saying all of kids' memories are real. It's the fact that there were witch hunts and there were um, that there were witch hunts and there were people whose lives were destroyed and were falsely accused. I don't think the McMartins did anything wrong. I think a legit crazy woman, you know, crazy woman tried to destroy their lives and basically the Christian fascist establishment was there to help. Because, and I mean, I read this wonderful book about it, and it all comes down to societal fears over women going to work. You know? Like, uh, women were, like, the whole, women were going back to work, kids had to go to childcare, the patriarchy said women should be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, and so, And at the same time, we're getting the sexual abuse of children becoming yes. a social issue. Exactly. And it's a perfect storm that created... Yeah. the persecution of all childcare people for like and Michelle remembers you know but oh um I know and Michelle remembers is is talks yeah, okay. but at the same what's time what's interesting in sorry. the United States yeah um it looks as if cases of child sexual abuse are definitely going down thank heavens yeah um because the um the University of New Hampshire has study. done has done um that's that's david finkelhor who is when he dies the world will have lost a great researcher okay. um but you know they have their um and he said when you start looking at all of the different studies and all of the different numbers there is something going on and it is lowering so i it's but i have to read i haven't read the whole My suspicion article it is is that it is more openness with kids yes and giving kids to sex ed younger yep oh because yeah i'm sure it used I'm to sure. be that kids didn't have a language to express what was happening to them yeah and it made oh it i easier i to keep I, it a secret yep and so yeah um but yeah the way this episode irresponsibly essentially said that nobody was actually molesting kids in the back in the 80s and it was all just crazy and it was all just no oh, people no, no, were no. molesting kids there were false accusations and it was bad but there was also an epidemic of child abuse happening mostly well, by and, their own parents and relatives and people yeah what i'm wanting to know is when i read the full article because i just read like they had um they have a short form for their newsletter of the findings yeah. and i have to read the the full article but I'm wondering if in their discussion, part of it is, of course, that what we had was you had to separate out new cases from all these old cases because it oh. seemed like 80s and 90s because all of these old cases and particularly once the Roman Catholic Church entered into the problem, right? Yep. And I mean, and Finkel or I mean, I used him simply because, um, no. I mean, one of the one of the key issues is that he couldn't figure out why, unlike everywhere else in the United States, uh, around Boston, there seemed to be more men yeah. who were boys who were sexually abused as children. Right. And and it took another uh, five, six years. I mean, the Boston shit hit the fan in the 90s i remember um, but yeah but it took a long it took much longer right and then all of a sudden his data made sense yeah 
but it always made sense to me. I'm going, yeah, well, it's Roman Catholic. <laughs> it's Massachusetts. It's around Boston. It's Roman Catholic. What? <laughs> what were you expecting? What were you expecting? Except that people didn't. No, think no, about didn't it. Think about the church that way. We well, have in to, this episode, yeah. and what I always say to bring us back to Mister Scratch, like people are like, "Well, you know, of course they were false. His dad was falsely accused." I'm like, "His son's a twisted, emotionless psychopath." No, I think the son actually was abused by his dad. Yeah, and, and has... the tragedy of Peter Lewis is he has he has been turned into a monster to protect the the guy who. To, like, protect and avenge the memory of the guy who abused him, which makes it even more tragic than it already was. Yes, well, you can all go and listen to our podcast yeah, we where did. we discuss this. At <laughs> we like... talk a lot about Peter Lewis. <laughs> yes, more than uh, once we've talked about Peter Lewis. So what's number eight? Penelope, 3-9. That's not a good episode. <sighs> it's not. I'm waiting for Black Queen. <laughs> I don't think I'm sure Black part. Queen's going to be on Black this. Queen's going to be in it. Oh, oh I, it's uh, got to okay. be. If Penelope's on the list, like <laughs> okay, I always I thought Black Queen is going to be like number one or something, you <laughs> okay. know? Because people uh, love, well, people love Penelope. They love Penelope, and it is her. Showcase and Black episode. Queen was her showcase. Right? Well, this is the first episode that Xander Nicholas Brendan was in. So yep. there you go, and yep. he was great. Uh, so yeah, it's like. I get why you think this is important, but it's not a good episode. Oh, no, it's not a good episode. It's just not a good episode at all. Yeah, all right. I mean, uh, I just love that the guy's plan. Oh, seven is date night. Uh, but I just love the guy's plan is, uh, oh, I think this woman might be on to my plan of shooting people and then coming back to rescue them, you know, uh, just like LDSK did. So what I'm going to do is be publicly seen with her a lot and then shoot her. In the middle of a public place. Yeah. That was your plan? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. How could you not get caught immediately? All right, uh, seven is date night, which is, of course, 15-6. You can listen to us talking about date night. Um, yeah. Cat Adams was, like, a leftover of one of the dumbest plots the show ever did. Like, the whole dark web storyline was... So terrible. So the assassin storyline, oh, you could call the it. The dark yeah. web assassins, you know, NSA storyline. <laughs> so dumb. It's honestly and one yet, of the dumbest things they ever did. And yet the first the first one she was in, Third Life. No, that's not that's Oh, no, girlfriend. that's not her. That's her girlfriend. That's her girlfriend, right? Yeah. Is in Third Life, yeah. Uh, because this becomes the focus of season um, 11. Is the showdown, uh, or 12, no, 12, is the showdown between the two of them. And, but yeah, what happens is, from one of the worst storylines we ever got, we got one of the most fun characters the show ever had. And we've talked about how they could have dug deeper with her and Reed, but what we got was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And Date Night really does, it was was just a, a pleasure to watch. Yeah, as bizarre really as it was. It's it's a fun episode. It really is yeah. a fun episode. That being said, them trying to like act like she was the worst serial killer they'd ever faced. <laughs> they're like, she killed 200 people. I'm like, there's no way. There's she's, no way. First of all, she's an assassin. She's an assassin. And I know you want to call ser- assassins serial killers. And yes, but given the definition of a serial killer, technically they're not she the only one. one. No, she's the not. only one who would have been. 
Like yeah. they are assassins. They might be psychopathic. But... No, it was the Iceman from season one. Yeah, the only the hitman we ever from... had who was that was a serial, a serial killer, killer. And this yeah. is how he did the business so he could satisfy his urges. Yeah, as his they said, urges, he turned, right? He turned it into a, a hobby, into a job. Yeah. So yeah. he, you know, and so so that would at least the people that he was killing deserve to be killed according to somebody. Oh yeah. Right? Oh so, my god. It's uh anyway. It's it's pretty pretty darn good. It's a fun episode. She's she's Date wonderful Nights, yes. in it. Date Night's fun. I mean again, plot Aubrey wise, Plaza was together, good whenever yeah. you had her on screen. She really was. She was fantastic. Yeah. And but I mean th- there's so many plot things it gets wrong, but I don't care cuz she's so much yeah. fun. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's what makes it. It can make you forget about yeah, all of how, those problems. That's how good they are together. Yeah. How great they are on screen together. Like the two yes. of them. Oh, it was magic every time we got them on screen. Yeah. No matter how bad the writing was. They just had great <laughs> chemistry. All right. Next up. Oh, no. Oh, episode number six is 812 Zugzwang. I told you. Oh, you told me it was going to be on here and you were right. Oh, just wait. If Penelope it's is number one, episode. there has got to be something. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Zugs, you're right. I For think me. you're right. They're going to see Black Queen. You're, you're, Black Queen's <laughs> it's got to show like, It has to be. <laughs> um, we, you could, we're not going to go into this, but nah, nah, Zugs Wang's nah. real bad. And go, go listen, listen to, to our, our podcast. Episode. We don't want to rehash We talked this. for so long about how bad this episode was. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait. In the end, Diana killed herself and Maeve, leaving a giant emotional scar on Reed for weeks to come. Weeks to come? Weeks He's to still come? still talking about this seven years later. <laughs> Maeve shows up in his psychic Psyche. undying dream. Yeah. <laughs> weeks? Weeks. Oh my Years God, later. Like, becomes the focus of his relationship with Cat Adams. Yeah. Like, what are you doing guy all right uh next up five elephant's memory oh the the guy who gets revenge for being bullied and kills uh his girlfriend's dad oh yeah all right oh no what number is that uh 316 it's the one where reed talks about his uh yeah own childhood abuse yeah yeah i mean it's it's, yeah it's it's yeah, okay. I don't I mean it's a good episode. We forgot it. And I said I remember what I said, right? The yeah. way to make this an unbelievably powerful episode is if when Reed's talking about the horrible abuse uh he had endured as a teenager, right? And then all you had to do was then have uh it's like uh have Derek say like, you know, who would do something like that to you? And Reed say, oh, you met him, remember, in L.A. My friend who runs the art gallery now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we have if continuity. If they had done that, oh, my God, if they had said that, not only yep. does it really give you some, like, some window into what childhood bullying and abuse does to the mind, but B, it 100% is, explains his relationship with Derek. Oh, oh, for sure. Because yeah, he was and trained to be to respond with friendship when he's being bullied yeah yeah it's it it is it is um it was sort of fascinating some of these episodes that could have yeah. 
that could have, could have like, turned into great episodes with minor changes. But as I said, seeing as they didn't have any book, yeah, uh, nobody book and, and nobody was forced continuity. to even go. They didn't care about continuity, even yeah. by season three, because this is by the end of season three, Elephant's Memory. Oh, yeah. 316. Oh, my God. All right. We're in the top five. I cannot wait to see what their best episodes are. All right. Here okay, we go. Four. Four is... Oh, Fisher King 1 and 2. They're calling okay. for Fisher King 1 and 2. So, 100% um, one of the Frank episodes has to be number one at this point. Because we haven't had any of the Frank episodes on yet. No. Num number three... Well, you know what? They might make the Frank... Oh, God. How did we forget the Tim what? Curry episode? Well, I know how we forgot it. Because... We are enamored of Tim Curry. Yeah. And we've just been and talking about him for so long. And we didn't necessarily yeah. think that those episodes themselves were great. No, but... Oh, no, they're Tim not Curry, great episodes. It's the same problem with one of the other ones we were talking about. Um, yes, the performance of, um, like, um, whatever they did. Uh, yeah. Not Replicator. Uh, did, um, b -b -b the the one? one with um, Luke Perry. Oh yeah, Luke Perry, uh, minimal like, loss. Minimal loss. Where I it's mean, a great performance in, in a bad episode, right? In a bad episode, and we've we we've re we are not talking from our perspective, just because you've got a great. And that's why when we're talking about really good episodes, Tim Curry episodes don't come in. No, Tim Curry, don't. as far as I'm concerned, right. gives a brilliant performance in he that. He elevated it beyond the material so beyond far the material. beyond the material. Yeah. yeah. He's so, like, the first episode he's barely in and you don't really care, but that no. second episode, That's, oh my god. That second episode, he is such a horrendous, <sighs> and I and it's even more so since we have seen... Um, since we since we just finished the Tim just Curry watched, uh, episodes yeah. on Wise Guy, right? Yeah, you're um, right. Where, but that's where good writing gave yeah, him can, a, yeah, give him a leg up because he he can deliver a next level performance with terrible writing. So you give him great writing, and the man whoa. is unlike anything else on television. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh. So Fisher King Part One and Two. Okay. I mean, I get it. You know? Yeah, I do. I get it. it I don't think it belongs on there, but I get why we wouldn't love it. put it on ours. I think it's it's it's. I think it was the last time, though, that Bernero was able to do the mythology that he wanted to do. I think you're right. Yeah, it really and is that's like the the this. the massive over the top operatic quality. Yeah, of, of what it. Criminal it Minds could be. It kind of doesn't. It 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 sort of. It gets lost when you look at the fifteen years. Yeah. Um, and but because if you it, see again, it, like, it and if you want to see nowhere. it condensed down into one thing, yeah. you just watch the, the one season of suspect behavior. Well, and here's the thing, right? It's the same thing as the problem with sex, birth, and death. Yeah. I think that it's it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And so when we start talking about, okay, what are the best episodes? We like to look for continuity. We like to look for, um, you know, self-contained episodes that we don't start screaming and hollering about how we need to rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. It's okay. So we are now, there's only three episodes on their list yet. And as you say, we haven't had the Black Queen, which we're predicting we might see. But yeah. the crazy part is, no mention of Frank yet, 
none of the Vanderbeek episodes yet. No. Like, and no Riding Jim the Kirby Lightning yet. doesn't make it. Riding the Lightning. So, like, we've got five major episodes that are thought of as, like, episodes or two-episode things that are thought of not just by us, but by the community as huge that haven't shown up on this list yet, and there's only three episodes left. And again, I'm pretty sure we're not getting Brad Dourif in here, even though no. that's one of the best episodes they ever did. All right, so let's do it. Here we go. Three. Number three is, oh, screw you. The most overrated episode of Criminal Minds ever, Masterpiece. Oh, yuck. I know, right? Masterpiece? Mm-hmm. What season was that? Uh, four four or five? I was going to say four. It's yeah. funny, eh? They friggin' love four so much. Oh, it's such a, it's just not a four, good episode eight. at all. Yeah, season four, episode eight. It's just, it's not a good episode. Don't get me wrong. We're entertained by Jason Alexander's wig and he's, everything. He's but, great. But it's not a good episode. It's a terrible episode. Oh, all it's right. a terrible it episode. Is, it is a terrible episode. Hey, you know what? At least they haven't put the the Womb Raider on this, okay? Not so, yet! So, well, no, there's two episodes left. Womb Raider ain't getting on this list. <laughs> Profiling 101 or whatever it was called. All right, here we go. Number two. And then he's going to be, like, proven an idiot when it's immediately Profiling 101. But all right, here we go. It's... Oh, 100. Yeah, like, we knew 100 was going to be on this list somewhere. So, yeah. yeah. It's the episode where he right. kills the Reaper. It's not a good episode of television, but it's a great ending. Yeah. So what, you know? it's season... Season um, five, episode nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean... Yeah. It's We know it's a great episode. We know it's a great episode. It's unbelievably good at the ending. Mm-hmm. But the way it takes, like, the... <laughs> the path it takes to get to that unbelievably good ending is so contrived and so poorly written that there was no way to save it. And it even had problems on Korean criminal minds. Yes, they tried to do it. Yeah, It's better on Korean criminal minds, but it's still not great. Nope. All right. Uh, We're about to find out what they think the best episode of Criminal Minds is. Oh, thank God. It's actually a great episode. Okay. 215 Revelations. Oh, finally, James finally, Vanderbeek. yes, James Vanderbeek is Tobias. Oh, so I mean, there's there's no questioning it. Like I can't argue with their assessment at nope, all. Nope, no, we, no, number one ton, is fine. We've got a bunch of episodes we would put higher on our list, but for their list, yeah, this is absolutely the best episode that's been on their list. Yeah, he's for so sure. good. Like both of them are so good in the episode. Like, the first half is fine, but this set, like, uh, the big The second game, half is just... It's, now, it's what year so was captivating. That? Uh, Which season, season two, was it? 15. That's it, 215. Okay, and I will say this. Um, again, if the team had actually rescued him, it's a better episode. Yep. Because, well. and, and again, that's what the Korean thing fixed. Because then his, A, the whole team is important, and B... His, like, giving them a clue actually worked. Yeah. Because like, there's that whole scene where he tries to give them a clue, and they figure it out, but they only get there after he's killed Tobias. Yeah. And it's like, no, you gotta, you gotta make it so they actually rescue him. 
Yeah. Otherwise, he did all of that for nothing. Yeah. Like, all <laughs> of the stuff he did to manipulate and blah, 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 and to, right, then th- what was any of it for? So, yeah. And that's that's where the Korean one fixed it. But, yeah. honestly, the performances are so strong, and the psychology is so interesting. 100%. Yeah. This is one of the best episodes they ever did. Yeah. Like, I agree with that. I am shocked that no Frank episodes were on this list. Well, the first Frank episode should have been on the Obviously list. the first Frank. I mean, we all I mean, the second one the second. is a little gory in the rest of it. It's gory and contrived, one. but that first one is so good. Yeah. What is it called? What's the first one called? Well, I'll tell you in just yeah, one second. Like season two, episode, I don't know, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Ten. No, I have to get into here. Okay, I'm in season one right now. So season two Such is... Such a great episode. North Mammon. At least, I mean, there are North things Mammon. they could have put on it. Oh, Empty Planet wouldn't have been bad, but uh, I can see putting Empty Planet on there. The Unabomber episode, sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I see why it's on there. Lessons I could see why learned. you would put it on there. No way out. No way out. Thank you. Yeah. And then the part. No way out. And part two was No Way Out. To part two, the yeah. evolution of Frank. One of the worst titles an episode ever had. Yes, uh, and uh, got love. I, I, it was probably probably the thing that uh, threw Mandy Patinkin off the set. The show. Oh no, it off absolutely the show. was. Yeah. Um, well, the funny part about No Way Out Two, right? Is uh, the funny part about No Way Out Two is you're watching the episode and you're just like, he's so good as Frank that how stupid the plot is, you don't mm-hmm. really pay attention the first time. Yeah. He's so captivating. Yeah. Like Keith Carradine's so good in that. People are like, oh, it was so, uh, it's like, oh, it was so definitive when he was on Dexter for that season. No. Oh, Dexter well, first of all, nothing. that that tells you what I think of Dexter. Well, yeah. It's we will never shows. cover Dexter for the no, show. I don't care. <laughs> if we run out of every other show ever, and now they we are think... never doing Dexter. Especially no, they now that they brought it, it back. No, yeah, and then they... It's literally just oh, a new season a new... of Dexter. Yeah. yeah. Well, late, years later. Yeah, but you know, he's adapted these... to the Canadian West, I guess. No, it turns out he was. Even though the implication of the end of the first episode uh, of the end of, of the, the fi- original yeah. series was that he had moved to either Alaska or the Yukon. Yeah. No, uh, apparently this whole time he's just been living in upstate New York. Well, yeah, that's easier to film. Right? Oh, way easier to film. <laughs> <laughs> But it kind of like it kind of throws a wrench in the whole idea that the character wanted to get away from people completely. Yeah, upstate New York is away from people completely. The Yukon is away from people completely. Ain't no yeah, even more than Alaska. Even more than Alaska. Oh, such a bad show. All right, so yeah, one hundred. I like for there. This wasn't as bad as it could have been. Nope. I'm disappointed. We only had one. Uh, Matt Goobler directed episode on it, right? That uh, that kind of frustrates me because them leaving the Brad Dourif episode on is a little shocking, given how incredible that episode, both for him as a director and Brad Dourif as an actor. Yeah. Like it's so so much bigger and better than what he had done up until that point, and it's his last like great episode on the show. I mean, the Jason episode's fine and a lot of fun, but that Brad Dourif episode, wow. You know, yeah. Uh, 
All right. So uh, this has been us going through Variety's list of the... Uh, best episodes. The 21, for some reason, best episodes of Criminal Minds. And, and we uh, agree with four. We agree with four of them. Yeah. A profile I still say profiling pro uh, profile profile should have been higher on that list. Uh so uh, given any- some of the other choices they made? No kidding. <laughs> and, uh Amber Dowling, if you have any complaints about her list, Amber Dowling is who you want to send those complaints to. And she has recently written about why the Muppets team wanted their Halloween special to be like hocus pocus. Um Scarborough gives brown groundbreaking voice to ignored Toronto community. Apparently, there's a movie about uh, Scarborough. Anna Taylor Joy Kilgore and Brand Standoff and characters reclaiming their narratives. Okay, so apparently, in addition to just writing uh, feature pieces for Variety, she's a big fan of Criminal Minds. So respect, but you should have worked a little harder on the list. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but most people, most well, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give Profiler Profile a 10 on IMDb. Oh, that's so nice. Well, I have to now. You I have mean, to now. reaching After this list, this, I'm going. Yeah. You do. Jeez, you know. Push I that gotta thing get a it higher. at least to an eight out of ten. <laughs> There's the only two score. Two thousand yeah. one hundred and some people have rated it, it, right? Okay. I will go do that too. Yeah, All you'll right. go do that too on your IMDb account. Okay, um, so the um, that's that. We're going to wrap this up here. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to be back with more Criminal Minds content when Criminal Minds, you know, has new content. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or whenever we discover something Criminal Minds-y worth talking about. Maybe the video game. Uh, there were two. Neither was good. Uh, I have, oh, I haven't. What kind of video games are they? They're both for- hidden object games. Okay, so you have copies of them. So maybe yeah, I exactly. should play them and we will do that. Oh, we probably will. I can I can 100% see that happening. So, so I, can I do them on my PC? Probably, yeah. I think one of them might be phone only. I'm going to check into that. All right. Oh, so, God, uh, yes. I know, I know. Please, no. It'll be bad if it is. Uh, but of course, you can join us here every Tuesday, uh, every Tuesday as we talk about Vincenzo starting soon. And of course, every Wednesday when we talk about wise guy over on style section the wise guy podcast which should be downloading automatically if you subscribe to profiling criminal minds so uh we will see you back here for more of that if you have any questions if you have any uh comments if you have any profiling related fiction you think we should check out drop slant profiling criminal minds at gmail.com you have something to say yes okay now that you've done that there were i i just have to remember there were two that we thought we should have put on our list. Oh. From their list, there are only two. That should have been on ours. Uh, that should have been on ours. And that was Sex, Birth, and Death, and Elephant's Memory. Wow. Okay, so yeah. Uh, okay we agreed on then. four. Yeah. We, agreed we agreed on four, and, and there were two we had missed. We had missed. Now, mind you, we only got to like 12 and a half before. Yeah. You know, or 13. Yeah, you know, like like we didn't do a 21. Yeah, we didn't yeah, we didn't do our own 21 episode list. Yeah, and um so but still that's one third. Mm, it's still yeah, still pretty good. All right, so we'll see you back here. Uh we're going to see you back here for more criminal minds, but until then I'll say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good weekend. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.